Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 3, episode 11. It is called Wink of an Eye. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. We, we are right in the middle now of season 3, right in the middle of the, the, the trenches, as it were, as is widely reported, the, the worst of the three seasons. And we have an episode here that is actually, I think, full of a lot of good ideas. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't, I don't think it's a, a good episode overall. I don't think it's a bad episode, though. I think it's a very average kind of just... Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's, yeah, it's a mediocre episode overall. But the ideas are actually really interesting. They just don't necessarily develop enough or do enough with them. Yeah. Because it's it's, a, it's actually very similar to uh, something The Flash did uh, last season called uh, called Flash Time, where we have this race of aliens uh, called the Scalosians, who... You know, the, the Enterprise comes to this planet, there's like a distress call, it's a city but it's been abandoned, there's no one here, Kirk hears this buzzing, and the big reveal uh, after st- weird stuff starts happening on the ship, like there's a random force field, as a red Someone shirt... Someone disappears. Yeah, a red shirt just disappears. I started laughing because it was like the most like easy red shirt death of all time. He didn't get shot, he didn't get stabbed, he didn't get pushed over a cliff or tripped over something. He just vanished. He just vanished, and I started laughing because he's a red shirt disappearing. Uh... But the, the big twist is, is at least five individuals, the, the people of this race, move so quick, they, they are of, of a different frequency, essentially, and they're invisible to us. And all, all we hear when they're around is a buzzing. That's all that comes across, instead of the actual words or noises that they're making. So they're moving so fast that everyone else is standing still in comparison to them. So they're on the ship, and... About a third or so into the episode, Kirk, they turn Kirk into kind of one of them. They, they, they sort of drug him so he Speed becomes as fast as them. So he's walking around, all the rest of the crew are standing still, uh, you know. Moving that's what very like. slowly is what they're doing. Yes. Um, and we meet this, the, the woman who's from this this group, uh, who has a crush on Kirk, kind of explains it all. is like, yes, yes, we're going to use you and... Uh, eventually you'll you know, you'll slow down and you'll die, you'll die really quickly. You know you'll age like really rapidly because of how fast we're moving. But until then, we're going. I'm going to use you uh, to procreate, and then you know we'll use. We're going because I've got a device on the ship. We're going to freeze the ship so that all the other crew members are there to be used when like Kirk and the few they've got are going to run out, and then I'll get some more crew, and I'll keep just basically mining their way through them. Yeah, and Kirk's like, nah, it's cool. I'm going to float my way out for the millionth time. Uh, he, that's what he tries. He doesn't work completely at first, though. She actually catches him. She she calls him on his bluff and does, catches him trying to steal his. Because he's, he's, his phaser doesn't work. His phaser moves so slow that she just kind of steps out of the way. She's like, yeah, uh, which was actually kind of a fun effect. I I feel like I'm actually this. It's, it's annoying how good this episode could be because there's so much of it I actually kind of like in concept. I like mm-hmm. the idea that the rest of the crew, are like, oh, Kirk's gone, and it's like, okay, what do we do? And they kind of figure out, okay, there's these beings that are moving so fast but how do we even like battle that how do we figure that out i I think that's that's part of the problem is i don't know how they figure it out spock's just at some point is like guess they're fast he basically he's looking through like a footage of them and then he like speeds up to see what it sounds like and it's like oh that sounds like the buzzing that everyone's hearing yeah but i don't know where, where he even got that hunch from go oh i'll try speeding it up right that's i don't know what that's, prompted no, that's him fair. to think that's that. fair uh but I do like the idea of that problem solving and like, like how do we fight this and how, what do we do with it? So as much as it overall is a mediocre episode because you know the villains have got these awful looking costumes and 
you know, those, those elements that don't work about it, like, I do appreciate the ideas. Like, I, I kind of, I want oh, to like definitely. it. I, yeah. I really want to like the episode. It just, it doesn't quite hit it. But... Yeah, it, which is, it's, it's more frustrating than it just being a bad episode, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I genuinely, because Kirk leaves this message, and then he, he just, it's like, and she's like, oh, by the time they get that message, like, we'll already be gone, our plan will already finished. But then, then you know, Kirk, you know, marks up with the, 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 the transporter so they can't leave, slows yeah. them down a little bit. And... I, d- I mean, the one thing that works because of that whole uh, speeding up the footage thing is that when they get this tape from Kirk, it's just like a they, buzzing they, they noise. They know to slow it down. Yeah, they slow it down. Um, I mean, I could play a little bit of a, uh, an early critique, critic here and say, well, e- even in the future, I still imagine that video runs on frames and slowing it down or speeding it up would just, you know, eventually, it, you know, it wouldn't just slow down and be perfectly played back it would slow down and it would be moving it frame by frame like really unless it's like you know 10,000 frames a second yeah that, that's what I was going to say <laughs> unless there's enough frames it's just really good interlacing yeah it's, it's, it's a really 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 high frame rate camera in the future and that, that's fair I'm being that picky by criticising that but because I actually thought it was going to be worse when, when, when Spock was speeding up I thought it was going to like show like a hidden message or something like that i was actually relieved when all it did was make the noise that they've been hearing i was like okay i'll buy that that's i mean that's that's yeah. how it works now you speed it up enough it just becomes a noise yeah oh, yeah that's, that's what i'm saying that's i appreciate yeah. that because i was worried as he was doing because he was doing it slowly and they were moving a little bit fast and they were slowing down a bit you know he's going back and forth like, oh he's going to like see like the secret of like the, the quicker people moving or something like that and i was kind of dreading it because i thought oh, that's going to take me out of this because it's kind of bullshit but, yeah, no, it never does that. Yeah, so uh, it, props it, for it, that. It does do one of your your other pet peeves, though. Oh yes, sh- showing footage just from the camera angles. Star Trek's guilty of this before. In fact, the entire menagerie, which used the the the, the, the pilot, yeah, the, you know, the yeah. cage. But at least in that one, you can kind of write it off as okay. They just had all this footage. They had to do something with. Yeah, technically, right? that that episode's not canon. So I suppose. You could argue, okay, that's not really footage of the show at that point. It was yeah. never on the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, Whereas that's this, fair. It's, just, it's just watching them down on the planet, walking it, around. It was a scene we had earlier in the episode, and it's exactly. the same shot. It's just the same yeah. footage. Yeah, it's a pet peeve. I mean, I, I get why they do it, because it's hard to like do anything else. But I would just appreciate like a static camera angle. As if if it's not a security camera, which, which often would be, it's, it's at least like... Oh, the idea of like the, they were watching, so it was just this far back, like wide view yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, I just I'd appreciate that rather than just the actual scene with the actual edits that it had in the episode. It's weird to me. It is, but hey, you know, this is you know, I, I can forgive it. Um, yeah, uh, like I said, actually, because you know when Kirk realizes that he's you know he's looking around and everyone's just kind of standing still, and then she shows up and explains. You know yeah. what's going on. He's moving he's, fast. He's, he's like, "What did you do to them?" And it takes a you know a couple of minutes for him to get his head around that you know that she didn't do anything to them. She did to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a really fun idea that when we come back to the crew, they're like, "Where did the captain go?" And they try to figure it out, and they can't. You know, like this is weird. Is it a coffee? Scotty's really worried that it's going to happen to him because he's we've been drinking the same coffee. Yeah. Really, really, really worried about it. Um, he's fine. It's not in the scotch. And of course, Spock eventually sort of figures out how to like take some of their like uh, water, I think, from the planet to like speed himself up. So he goes into the speed, you know, the hyper time with Kirk, 
and helps them like fight them back. And then, because I, th- I, I will say, I thought it was weird that you know when when Kirk meets up with Spock, you know, towards the end they're going to confront the guy. Mm. Kirk pulls out the weapon that he's taken off her, and Spock just pull, pulls out his own phaser, and Kirk doesn't go, "Yeah, that's no good. I ain't gonna do anything." Yeah, he should have mentioned something. So it makes sense that Spock wouldn't know, but Kirk really should have. Kirk, Kirk should yeah. have brought him up to speed. Yeah, he probably should have. Yeah, pun. That's the pun. Yeah, yeah. That's I did. I didn't actually mean that. I caught it. Uh, but no, the, the little thing I liked is that through the start of the episode, they, they, they sabotage a lot of the ship. There's like all these weird malfunctions happening all over yeah. the place. Kirk takes the thing that McCoy made, you know, when, when Spock was making his thing to get quicker, McCoy, and, and you know, tangentially also made the, uh, the, you know, the cure for this to come back to normal. And Kirk takes this and he comes back to the bridge and everyone's happy to see him. He's like, ah, yes, uh, all these malfunctions still happen. Oh, don't worry. Spock's working on it. They will be done, dealt with, uh, you know, almost immediately. And then Spock just appears. And the idea being that he's stayed in hyper time, went and fixed all the things, which to them is almost instant, and then just appeared. I'm like, okay, that's a neat trick. Um, and presumably they only have a limited supply of this stuff to do it, so they can't just use this all the time. So we get around that little plot hole of, oh, why don't they just use a super speed drug next episode to solve yeah, the next I problem? Mean, I, I guess they could go and get more of the water, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's just keep it simple. Yeah, the weaker elements of the episode because everything I've been talking about so far, I, I actually kind of like <laughs> quite a bit. The weaker elements that, that don't quite work is the the, the main leader of the, 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 the alien group. Like he's just kind of this generic jealous guy because the yeah. woman's into Kirk and just the the mundanity of Kirk with the woman, right? Yeah, it's we've seen a lot of this oh, before. Yeah, done, done this already. Yeah, that that's very fair. Uh, the conflict with him is not actually that interesting. The concept of how they exist is fascinating, but the the them as characters are really boring. And like yeah. I said, the awful outfits they're all wearing is also pretty pretty. Very rough. distracting, yeah. Yeah, uh, and because of that, the actual like fight to like sort of win, it's just like a, a quick trick. Oh, I blast them. That's it. We're done. Uh, I think that makes that side of it less exciting. So it's a shame because I feel like if you if you touched up the script a bit, made these characters a little bit more interesting. I think you could get to a point where, and this is the thing. I got worried early on because, like, when they first find a device and they, they take their phasers out to shoot it, and then their phasers just disappear, right? Yeah, you it, thought, oh, godlike being, godlike being, they can just do anything. But once they explained how how they existed and how they do things, I'm like, that wasn't just anything happening. All all that happened there is they literally just grabbed them at their hand. Like, and they didn't, yeah, they and they didn't perceive it quick enough. Yeah, and because they're moving so quick, we can't see it. They actually explained it in the, in the context, so I appreciate that. It, this is one of those episodes where, with a better script, it, these ideas this could have been one of the best episodes of the show. It could have been, yeah, it absolutely could have been. This was a, this was a very unique. It's definitely because you know so many of the bad episodes they feel like rehashes of bad episodes we've already had, which is part of the yeah. problem. It's not the only problem, but it's part of the problem. Yeah. This one genuinely is like, oh, this is quite an original idea. I assume and, for the time as well. I can't imagine there was much before this with this type of... No, obviously, we're told now we, we get it on the flash, but... Yeah. You know, you, you didn't see that much then. It's been 50 years, all right, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's I think it's telling that most of the, the bad elements of this are the the typical generic Star Trek things where it's not on form and it's just kind of pulling yeah. out the, the, the standards, right? And just fill in the time with all the just the usual stuff. Yeah, I mean, you could either cut it down so that it's just less of that, so it's just to the point with that stuff, or you just rate them as better characters, make them more interesting. Maybe we don't yeah. have a love interest for Kirk. Maybe we just have one. 
like I don't know instead of having the jealous villain maybe have him just be someone who likes to play games with Kirk and maybe, maybe that's getting into some sort of like you know Q territory from next gen or whatever but like you know someone who maybe like you know likes to spar with them verbally a little bit and sort of play with his mind and trick him and you yeah. know I think this is it. the everything that's original about this episode is good yes it's just all the other stuff that's okay with it's just the, the mundane standard star trek film even down to the fact that they set up that eventually anyone who comes into their their like you know time speed uh, eventually becomes docile and is willing to do whatever they say so you were kind of waiting for kirk to do that and then the whole thing as you'd probably guess he pretends that he's become docile so she'll trust him and then he you know uses it to grab the gun and save the day and it's just it's yeah. just it's so typical and predictable it's... yeah I, I feel like we've seen that at least three or four times on star trek already yeah yeah so yeah some legitimate problems but this this is definitely much much better than last week's episode and it's definitely not embarrassing like last week's episode no it's a bit mundane and standard but there's nothing outright bad in this episode yeah and some of the ideas are genuinely really really good and, and, and interesting so I think ultimately I'd say this is, this is one that I would say don't skip it. When you're watching, working your way through Trek and you want to skip the bad episodes, this is probably still worth a watch, at least the first time. It's it's, it's funny given the reputation season. We're, we're almost halfway now and I'd say so far it's not been as bad as I feared it was going to be. It's had really bad lows, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But overall, it hasn't been consistently atrocious. There's been two or three good episodes. There's been a couple of sort of ones like this that were kind of just rough yeah, and in the middle. Right. Yeah. And there's been a few right right stinkers. So, yeah, just, I guess it's not too bad ratio wise, but we'll see how the back half of the season. Yeah, it does make me concerned about yeah. the back half. That we, 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 you know, every time we get an all right episode or a good episode, I'm like, is this the last one? <laughs> um, we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, that said, though, if we get one more as bad as last week's. Yeah, this season's a write-off. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, worse than Spock's brain, might I add? That last oh, yeah. week, that last episode oh, was absolutely. worse than Spock's brain. I'm, I'm saying it just outright. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I think Spock's brain was very bad. Don't get me wrong, but I think even we said at the time it wasn't the worst of the show. No, no, there's episodes in seasons one and two that I think are worse than Spock's brain. Yeah, whereas last week, I don't know. That's really down there. Last week's maybe the worst episode of the show so far. It might be. Without, I'd have to go back and look yeah. about what else is up, but it's it's really down there. It's a contender for sure. Yes. Obviously, at the end of the season, much like season one and two, we'll do our, our uh, top five and uh, worst two or three. Um, that said, though, we, it may also be worth doing like a top ten of the whole show, show. at that point. Yeah, we could do. Um, yeah. That may be worth, worth something. Which would be, it'd be kind of easy because we'd look at our top fives from the three seasons and go, okay... <laughs> I mean, arguably, yeah, but we we might think, yeah, you know, none of these from season three stack up against some of them from season two, perhaps. Oh, maybe, yeah, that's, that's absolutely possible. Uh, well, that'll be the fun. Will there be any episodes from season three that make that top ten? That would that would be the the challenge. I I think it'll just be interesting to see if there are any episodes from season one or two that make it onto the top ten that weren't in the top five for their season. Like you know, well, that would. Like, that would mean that one of the seasons has six episodes that are better than, or at least the sixth episode in season two, say, is better than the, the fifth, fifth episode from season one. Season one, yes, yeah. it's possible. It is possible. Yes, but I mean, we'd have to go back and check. But anyway, we would have to. that is a uh, that that is this week's Star Trek uh, discussion. That is a uh, in uh, the blink of an eye. So uh, let us know what you thought of this one. Wink, wink of an eye was. And the wink of an eye was it? 
Yes, it was. Just, just, just wink of an eye. Wink of an it? eye, yes. Yes. Blink of an eye, honestly, works just as well. It, it does, but you add it on in inner as well. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being pedantic. Close enough. So, also, can I just say that we recorded this after doing this week's Expanse, and the the, the contrast between the watching the Expanse and then going back to the sixties episode of Star Trek is just such a it's a whiplash. Just such it's a, a little surreal, yeah. Yeah, but hey, uh, so let us know what you thought of this week's Trek uh, in the comments, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at MailFuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. Uh, even at the dollar tier, you get these Star Trek reviews a week early. Um, a dollar's great as well. You know, that's better than even watching all the ads on YouTube and stuff. But if you can't, obviously, support us financially on Patreon, uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. All that helps. All of it supports us. Um, also, we should promote something else at the end of one of these. Um, what have I not promoted yet in one of these? Um, weekly what? news. We we do a weekly news, a movie news show, um, where we talk about movies that have been announced and development, big casting details. There's like a horror movie section. There's a comic book movie section. Um, we typically highlight stuff that you know. I mean, obviously it's a sci-fi show. We we do typically focus on a lot of sci-fi stuff. So we'll we'll you know rarely miss any big sci-fi news. That'll usually be there, and we'll we'll talk about it. Get get some some hot takes. Potentially. Hey, it's happened. Potentially, um, but hey, so you can check out that. Uh, that's one. That's one point twenty one gigawatts movie news. Uh, we do that every week. So have a look at that. So that is us. Thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys, and we'll see you next time.